back to Balls and Beers, everybody. Your favorite MLS prediction show where we're here trying to predict the outcome of every single MLS game of the regular season. And week number five is now in the books. 20-game week. A hell of a week. A lot of, I don't want to say crazy results, but you know there, there were some doozies in there. How well were we treated in this very long week. Before we get into that, let's introduce the guys. Mr. David Arona. Hey, hey. And Mr. Bobby Lepe. Let's get this over with. <laughs> <laughs> that good, huh, Bobby? Bad, bad, bad. And I am your host, Louis Barone. All right, so. And I didn't winner. even count. I didn't even count it. I just yeah, know. You just know. <laughs> Winner of week number five, Mr. David Arona, back and uh, takes the top spot. I, I think he uh, had some issue with me uh, potentially calling him the Cincinnati kid. He comes back and wins the week. 10-10 and 10 record with uh, a modest six points. So uh, the second time that he has won the week, this time with a positive score. So David will have an extra double down in week number six. Should he use, or should he choose to use it? Um, so good job, David. Woo. I, I come in second place, eight and 12. And honestly, I thought that was going to be significantly worse at minus seven. And again, I thought I would do significantly worse. I think Sunday actually saved me as I think I got every game except for one. And it was a little bit of a reverse jinx, but not really. Um, so minus seven for me. So uh, my uh, little three-week uh, winning streak is over. And at the bottom of the standings, you don't we have say it that way. Oh, no. Bobby. Even though it's true. <laughs> All right, fine. And Wooden Spoon contestant. Oh, Bobby. relax. Oh, relax. Oh. Six and 14. Yeah. Holy shit. Minus, 20, <laughs> minus 25. Oh, God. Yeah. So I know that Bobby has... So Bobby has gotten minus 25 before. I have to look back and see if he got anything worse. That I actually I want to say yes, but I, I I don't think so. And if anything, it would be more along the lines of uh, this first season. Okay, so I got my season one book. The first page I opened, he has a minus thirty, so he hasn't broken a record. Um, <laughs> so there's that. Um, actually, no, I was gonna get the wrong thing. Nope, nope, he doesn't have a minus thirty. That was for something else. Sorry, that was the overall right score. Because I could be. No, you're just this um, is, move on, move on. This just this feels like a teleplay this is now. Me. Yeah. Uh, no, I actually think minus 25 might actually have tied your record. I saw it in another week as I was looking through it. So um, we'll, we'll kind of leave it at that until proven otherwise. So not a good week for Bobby. He is definitely trending in the wrong direction, and he has to fix that ASAP because uh, what was what was once a, you know, okay, you and David were still neck and neck. It is no longer neck and neck. The overall standings for us three, I remain at the top. Uh, and I'm uh, still with a positive scoreline, 12 points. David catapults to second place and now has quite a bit of distance between himself and Bobby. He is at minus 24. And Bobby now in dead last with minus 52. So, um, my, 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 my. yeah. Okay, so minus... Uh, you know what? So, hold on, hold on. Uh, 
I didn't get a chance. Well, nope. Now I'm not going to get a chance to do this. Sorry, Lewis. Go on. Okay. So, uh, minus 52 through five weeks. Definitely the worst performance uh, so far that Bobby has posted through five weeks. Minus 52, ironically, is not the worst uh, or the lowest scoreline that we have ever seen in any week. That is held at minus 69. That was by David back in season number one. Nice. So. So minus 69 is the score to, well, not beat. Um, and Bobby's personal worst is minus 61. Also, not uh, far. yeah, so, you know, yeah, you, you don't want to break those records. So let's see what happens in uh, week number six. Uh, a couple other uh, quick little stats. Uh, so uh, uh, through five weeks, I have won three weeks. David has won two and Bobby has yet to win a week so far. Uh, in season number four. So, um, yeah, he needs to turn that around. And as far as the double downs go, I know I had mentioned it last week. I actually have uh, the, the records. Um, I don't know why I wasn't doing it earlier, but uh, I have a six and two record uh, when I'm using my double downs as far as like, you know, uh, double down bets, not, not um, weeks. Uh, so I've, I've hit six double downs. I've lost two of them. David is at two and two and Bobby is at one and three, which again would kind of, uh, show why he's at the bottom of the standings when that alone has him at a minus 20 points uh, just right there. So, yeah, Bobby needs to turn things around real quick. There's still a lot more to go. Uh, right before the show, I was uh, looking at some uh, previous scores from the uh, the previous season, and in within a matter of two weeks, Bobby went from minus 61 all the way vaulting up to, like, positive. So it is very much possible, and... Um, a lot of time to do it, but you cannot sink any deeper um, or it's going to be significantly harder to do as this uh, season goes by. And there's going to be a lot of 20 game weeks uh, later on in the season. So, yeah. So the winner for the listener submission and we've got a doozy. ACB Brun 1-2-1 will take down the week. With a brand new Balls and Beers record, ladies and gentlemen, he is the one and only member of the 40 points club in Balls and Beers, 43 points. Wow. Takes down the week. What I think is even more astonishing is the record that he posted. Also, a couple Balls and Beers records here, 18 victories and only two losses. Jeez. Un. Believable. I and so David sends me this, and I said, at 18 and 2, this guy should be in the 50, maybe even the 60 point range. Turns out he was very, very conservative in his betting, which is actually a really smart thing to do in a long week. Um, and I'm not taking anything away from the 43. Like I said, he is now a record holder and the only member of that 40 point club. So congratulations, ACB Brun. Uh, I think we've already gotten in contact with you about the extra double down and bro, I'm going to, I'm going to have to get you a beer because uh, this is an unprecedented performance. There is a rule that we have in place. I don't expect us to ever utilize this rule, but this was about as close as it was <laughs> going to get. Mm -hmm. If you are able to run the table and get a perfect score with, the, with a minimum of at least 10 games in the week, and you run the table with a perfect, no 
no loss week, you would have a choice of either doubling the score that you got or taking away that score from every other player because something like that basically means you won the season. <laughs> so, because it is yeah, pretty damn down near impossible, impossible that's, to that's do. Unheard of. 18 and 2 was as close as we have ever gotten to something like that. And the only other time it's been that close. I did it back, I believe, in season number, I want to say season number two or three. Um, it was, uh, I, I want to say it was 2018. So it had to be season number two. Um, I had an 10 and two record. And one of those games was my double down. It was a, it was the year that Toronto was like the super team and ended up not being able to beat eventual wooden spoon winner Chicago in that week. And I was so pissed off. And then NYCFC was the other team, both New York teams, both heavily favored, both drew the game. If it wasn't for those two, I would have ran the table that week. That's how I remember that. But this one blows me out of the water because there were 20 games in this one. 18 wins in a week is a balls and beer record. 900 or 90% um, win percentage is also a balls and beers record. So congratulations, ACB Brun. Um, There's going to be a pop-up. I'm going to be there. You come see me. I'm going to come get you that beer, dude. Because holy crap. (laughs) This this one's for you, Brun. And a performance so amazing deserves two of them. Oh. So, there we are. Um, so, guys, let's get into week number six. And that is exactly what we have to, uh, you know, succeed. A 43-point record-breaking performance. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and get into it, guys. Let's go, baby. All right. Game number one, there is no midweek game, so we have just a regular slate of games. So Sweet mercy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> After last week, I think we Dude, deserve that. Last week felt so freaking long. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it, it was, it's so incredibly long. God, I, like, halfway through, I just stopped watching. Yeah. Because I, well, I, I, mean, I couldn't. Well, I mean, halfway, halfway through it, I, or at least halfway, halfway through it was Saturday, Thursday. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> like, I'm done. Whatever happens Sunday, happens Sunday. And uh, I actually come to find out that Sunday I actually didn't do too bad. And it actually saved me for from significant uh, or significantly worse uh, scoreline. So, yeah. All right, guys, let's get ahead, go ahead and start week number six. The first game, Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Montreal will take on Cincinnati. David, you won the week. Let's go ahead and get you in first. We're we're gonna kick it off with a big old, big old, big old, big old bang. Um, I don't think there's any other way to look at this, but call this a Montreal win against really, really struggling Cincinnati. They couldn't even get it done in their own building last week. They let a victory slip through their fingers. Now they have to go to Florida to face Montreal. This is my second double down of the week, you guys. I'm starting it out. Well, I guess it's the first. It's the first in my lineup, but this is where I'm using my second double down there. All right. So, um, okay. So, Patrick said this is your second double down. You had something else before that, which is kind of interesting. So, it's a 10 for David on Montreal. Bobby, where do you stand on this? I'm going to go with the lowly, lowly level of a draw. 
to be honest. I know Montreal Ooh. is much better than Cincinnati. Uh, they both beat Miami. Uh, so I mean, not. Bleh. I can say Miami lost. Yeah, Miami lost to Cincinnati last weekend, Sunday. Uh, but I mean, dude, the one guys are on fire right now. Um, I'm just gonna give it a draw. I, I feel I feel like Cincinnati is gonna bring enough pressure to to actually hold a game through, not win it, but you know, draw confidence too. Draw confidence too. Okay, so um, <laughs> yeah, this is a no brainer for me. I, I have Montreal locked and doubled. It's a ten for Montreal. I I really need no explanation for this game. Why are you giving me a hard time? I didn't give you a hard time, Bobby. No one said time. anything to you. Yeah. Literally, no one said anything to you. <laughs> what, what, what? Well, oh, I, I think I know what he's talking about. I figured that this would have been automatic, and your second double down would have been something else. Like, I see. That's like, like, why was this game not popping out before another game, is what I'm saying. But no, I have no problem with you doubling down this. This is actually a no brainer. Um, yeah. Watch us get MLS. All right, guys. From one shit show to the next. Chicago. We go to Chicago. They will take on that Miami team that Bobby was talking about. So, Bobby, what happens in this game? Well, I think they continue their win on away games, especially against Chicago. So I'm going to go with Miami. Confidence three. David? Um, Chicago has just, like, I can't bet with them at all. Um, I Miami... Has like as Bobby said, the Iguain brothers—they're on fire right now. Um, I have to give them a little bit of confidence. I went low here for Miami because they do have to go to Chicago, but I'm still going Miami. Confidence at two. Yeah, Chicago is just not good. Not good. Can't wait for that Chicago versus Cincinnati game. Right? <laughs> um, did they even play again? Or did they play already? Did they play already once? I, I don't. I don't think they have. I don't, I don't think, think they, they have. have no. Yeah, I don't think they have. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't wait for that game. Um, again, I, I think it's another no-brainer for me. Um, I don't have a second double down. And ironically, I actually didn't lock this either. Um, and I don't know why I didn't. Uh, maybe because it's a road game. Maybe because, you know, Miami has uh, have to go back-to-back road games. Not uh, not sure. But I agree with the guys here. And uh, I, will, I will have the highest uh, confidence point in this. So I, I'm going to take Miami with a confidence of four in this game. Orlando versus Toronto. What, what do we got here, guys? Bobby, start with you. I mean, with the way Toronto is starting to look, they should take it, right? But Orlando's always great at home. So I'm going to go again with another draw, confidence of two. David? Um, this one, I think... I'm not really sure what to make of it. Like last week, we had talked about maybe losing faith in Toronto last week, and then they kind of surprised over the weekend, right? I think it was Bobby that was saying like, "Oh, is Toronto like?" Well, because I've been seeing them like. Well, I've been no, I didn't say that because I've been feeling like they've been trash, and then all of a sudden, after they they were they were out of um, the uh, what's that other competition? I forget now. The yeah CCL. No, and and you're right. They have. They just boom. They just bumped up all of a sudden. They they came in and, and they drew over the weekend, right? Uh, did they oh, get a draw or did they Toronto? get a win? Toronto, yeah, Toronto. got a no, win. They, they no, got a win. Was, it was a draw, guys. It, it was it NYCFC one one. There was one. There was one comfort behind. Yeah, no, no. I Toronto, felt like where, where Toronto beat Josie Columbus. Got a goal. 
No, Toronto beat Toronto Columbus 2-0, and then they drew against NYCFC 1-1. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so maybe maybe but, it was the fight. It was one of those they, games. Where... But the way they're playing is some is way different. Way different. Yeah. Yeah, and and Orlando, you know, we we all know they they've much improved side over the last couple of years. They're currently sitting in second place in the East. Uh, Toronto is way down below uh, in in twelfth place. But I'm going I'm going with Bobby here, just because I think he has a he he's he's onto something. I feel like Toronto is refocusing I'm and going to try to bro. find their. Don't follow me. <laughs> Don't follow me down there. Well, look, man, I was I was at the bottom of the table, you know, mere moments ago. So, <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm going draw as well. I have a confidence of two. I couldn't pick a winner between these two. Interesting. So, yeah, this was actually kind of a a tougher game for me to call because on the one hand, Orlando is one of three teams that remain undefeated again it doesn't seem that way only because they've dropped points in games that at least on paper or and the way they looked uh, if you were watching the games um they should have won so they have the draws um and you know it's kind of unlucky not to find the back of the net they're at home they're playing against toronto who kind of had a surprise uh week uh, in which they scored, you know, they, they they beat the defending champs, who I thought was going to give them a little bit more of a of a challenge, and then went into Yankee Stadium and earned themselves a draw. And this is probably more along the lines of NYCFC couldn't capitalize their chances. But you know, does that happen again? Well, we've seen that Orlando hasn't capitalized in their chances in some of these games. Um, Toronto is playing in Florida, so travel isn't too much of a factor there. Um, you know, initially I, I was in between the draw and Orlando and ultimately I want to give Orlando the benefit of the doubt here. Um, simply because they're at home. I think right now they are, at least momentarily, they're the better team. Um, Oscar Prey Prey has, you know, squad has a little bit more stability, so I'm going to go ahead and give Orlando the victory here. I'm going to give it with a confidence of two. NYCFC. All twos. All twos. All twos. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, oh, well, probably should have went for a draw. I wouldn't have lost anything. But I didn't know what you guys were betting yet. So, there it is. NYCFC versus Columbus yes, is shouldn't. our next game. I shouldn't. Yeah. That's you shouldn't the whole be basing it off our scores. I know. All right. <laughs> NYCFC versus Columbus is our next game. Bobby, who do you got? Oh yeah, uh, you just said it. Uh, NYCFC last week didn't probably didn't take uh, advantage of their chances against Toronto, but I also think they were just just like us. We're like, wow, Toronto just woke up all of a sudden. Um, so I didn't think they were expecting that. But I'm gonna go ahead with them again this week. NYCFC confidence of four. Good confidence, David. Yeah, uh, NYCFC sort of um, normalizing. I, I, I feel like you know they're. I think they're still going to be top contenders in the East. Uh, they're just not going to run over people. They had some easy opponents. Now they face Columbus, uh, the rebranded, the re-rebranded Columbus Crew. Um, no longer SC. I believe they're called Columbus Crew '96. 
right? Something like that. They're putting the number in the name. I thought they were putting the, it in the. They put the number. They're putting the number in the in the crest. The crest. So they replaced the little triangle with the ninety six, right. and that was the obvious. I, thing I just to don't do think you say it out loud. Columbus Crew ninety six. I'm not sure, but maybe, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Does anybody know? Well, no, um, we don't oh. follow them that tightly. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think the ownership knows at this point. Um, <laughs> either way, um, with so much turmoil, they have to go to New York City. Uh, I'm I'm going to give this one a draw just because I think I do think that Columbus is a good team. I I think that New York City is a good team. I think maybe they canceled each other out here. I'm hoping that this ends up in a draw because I also have some NYCFC players and some Columbus players on my fantasy team. So draw confidence to two. Columbus struggling, lost both their games last week, um, went up against New England, uh, lost that, that game, uh, went up against Toronto and lost that game. By the way, those two games on the road, and so is this one in that ugly uh, soccer field inside Yankee Stadium. I, I mean, they're strugg- Columbus is struggling right now. Three games on the road, that's not easy. NYCFC, I think little by little they're gaining some confidence. I think they're gaining a little bit of momentum. Um, they actually might be better than what I initially thought they were going to be. And um, momentarily, I'm going to have to ride that hand. So I'm going to agree with Bobby here. I'm going to take NYCFC with a confidence of three. Dallas versus RSL is our next game. David, talk to me. Um, I kind of feel like these are two middle of the road teams. Um, I know we say that a lot. They're, they're just like right on the bubble. I think we've, you know, we've, we've brought that up. I'm going to give this one to RSL. I don't know why I went this way. Um, I think maybe just because Dallas kind of disappointed me last week. Uh, so I'll go RSL confidence three. All right, Bobby. I don't know. I get the impression by both teams that they're kind of the same and they're kind of like, just facing each other in the mirror. Just, um, just different different uniforms for yeah, the same team, right? Kind of, yeah. So, like a doppelganger. So, I'm going to go draw confidence of two. All right. So, yeah, this is kind of a bland game. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call this the garbage cup, but this is probably one that you're like, unless you're a fan of, you know, one of the teams, probably not worth the watch. Um, RSL, you know, started you know, sort of hot, 2-0, and and then hasn't really done much since. And Dallas, well, they're middle-of-the-road team. They're a bubble team. It's exactly where they're going to be. That's always where they're going to be. So this kind of screams 0-0 draw, except that I actually give Dallas a hell of a lot more credit at home than I give RSL on the road. Therefore, I am making this game the Balls and Beers Cup as I am taking Dallas with the confidence of two. New England Revolution versus the New York Red Bulls. And New York, the New England Revs, well, they're one of the three teams that are still undefeated in MLS. So, does that streak continue, Bobby? Uh, I think it does here. Even though uh, our uh, Red Bulls are doing pretty well. I mean, they're playing okay. They're playing well, but they're not winning right now. But I'm going to go with the New England confidence of three. All right, David. I probably should have looked up to see how Bruce Arena fares against his former clubs before 
making my bet here, but I couldn't pick a winner between the two. I think this is a draw. Confidence of two. Uh, so for me, I think New England is, uh, I don't want to say finally waking up, but it looks like they're finally starting to get some results. Again, New England is undefeated, but it just doesn't seem that way because, again, they've dropped some points. Got to remember that that they were down 2-0 to Cincinnati. Who the hell goes down 2-0 to Cincinnati? Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was week one. Yep. Um, so I I just kind of feel like, um, yeah, it's I, I New York is pesky, um, and they're going to give a lot of you know teams fits with their press, but – um, look, New England's at home. Uh, I think they have a better coach, and I, I same thing. I, I think I'm just going to go ahead and ride that hot hand here. And by the way, actually, I, I take it back. I don't think New England is undefeated. Not I think take that back. I think they lost one game. Um, so, either way, I'm taking New England. I agree with Bobby all the way here. Middle of the road bet. New England confidence of three. Houston versus Vancouver is our next game. David, where do you stand? I, I'm going to go Houston in this one. Vancouver has to go down to Houston uh, to play in whatever weather there might be, whether it's humidity or thunderstorms or heat. I, pick one. Pick one of them. Uh, a team like the White Caps does not seem like a team that would fare well in Houston. Uh, so I'm going to go Houston. Confidence in two. All right, Bobby. For all the same reasons, even though Houston hasn't been so fantastic, I'm going to have to give it to him. And I'm going to write a few points here. Hopefully I get it. Uh, confidence of three. Houston. Confidence of three with Houston. So um, I kind of agree here. I think when you're looking at – I mean, again, it, it, the season's very, very early. But I don't think Houston's playing all that badly. And I said it before, and I think it's holding true thus far five weeks into into the season. Houston is just a better – home team than their Oro team. They've lost um, two games out of three on the road. The The one draw that they did have was against Dallas, uh, which is a rivalry game. And uh, the other games, they've won at home. Every game they have not lost at home. And the one draw that they did have at home was against LAFC. And if you watch that game, Houston should have won that game. They were the better team. They created more chances. They just, you know, fell asleep after scoring their their goal. LAFC came right back. So for me, Houston, major home field advantage. Vancouver, not too strong. So I agree with the guys. But as with Miami, I will go ahead and have the most confidence on them. I'm going to take Houston with four. San Jose versus Kansas City is our next game. David, man, it's really hard for me to pick the earthquakes. It's really hard for me to pick against Kansas City, but given the way that they just kind of Kansas City just really took it, it took it took their foot off the gas last week. They didn't really have to exert themselves too much in their uh, what was it three goal victory over. Um, whoever Vancouver. it was, they played over Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah. Um, I think they face tougher competition in San Jose. It's in San Jose. Uh, San Jose uh, needs some points, so I think they get some here. I'm gonna go San Jose. <sighs> that hurts a little bit. Confidence of two. Bobby. Well, David said it. It's really hard to even put any any bets for San Jose. 
And SKC in history has always fucked me. So I'm going to go with the draw. Confidence of two. So I haven't really been impressed with uh, Kansas City. They have three victories, but their victories are coming at home to Vancouver, at home to Austin. And they did get a road win uh, in the season opener against the uh, the, the Red Bulls. Um, but ever since that, they just haven't looked good. Lost to RSL. They couldn't beat Orlando at home. Um, they lost to Houston. Uh, so I haven't been impressed with Kansas City. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm pegging Kansas City as a playoff team. So, you know, still early, but um, I'm not impressed with them um, as of this moment. San Jose... They had their first real test of the season. They played Seattle and Portland last week back-to-back. And guess what? It played out the way that it should have played out, where the better teams actually won. Um, So San Jose um, may be not as good as, uh, you know, people thought. So the difference here is Kansas City isn't playing as well. San Jose is still at home. And again, one of those teams that just does a hell of a lot better at home than they are on the road. So, like David, it hurts. Fuck San Jose. I'm going to take them, but only with a confidence of one. All right, from one fuck sick to the next, LAFC will take on Colorado. Bobby. Uh, look, if it was any other team, I would probably bet against LAFC. Because I actually don't think they're that they're better than Colorado right now, um, but I'm gonna give them home field advantage. LAFC, I'm gonna give them confidence too. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Bobby is like. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, what did we what did we just talk about? We talked about Houston, how they've looked like they were playing a little bit better than we all thought they would and and probably a little bit better than the results. Uh, Colorado, at home, granted, uh, beat up on Houston over the weekend. Uh, three quick goals from uh, from their, their side. Um, LAFC, man, what more? <sighs> Let me see. How can I explain what's happening with LAFC? And, I've, and, and trust me, I've, I've put a lot of thought into how to sort of frame what's happening around LAFC. And I don't want to sound biased, but bad soccer team is bad at soccer. That's, that's really all it is. They're not doing well. They're falling apart. They're crumbling from the inside. Colorado's got this. I'm going to give them a confidence of two. I think they win. <sighs> Look, David. I'll take the point loss for you're, that. You're just a casual fan. And if maybe if you were an MLS writer, you would know better um, that LAFC <laughs> is a really good team because they were so good two years ago. All right. right? So, you know, you got to take that into consideration and just trust us. Trust you us. Know, you, know what I, you know what I did not think about is how often they win in the stats. My goodness. And the stats because they're at home. They win in the stands all the time. Undefeated in the stands. Undefeated in the stands. Um, look, all jokes aside, um, yeah, LAFC is not looking good. Um, yay. Colorado, looking good. But if you're looking at, you know, they've won three in a row. They've only lost one game, and it was at home to Austin, which was, you know, kind of shocking all around. 
uh, in the manner in which they did it. They actually allowed three goals in like 11 minutes. So just complete like, you know, breakdown in those uh, 11 minutes. But if you look at the teams that Colorado has beaten, uh, Vancouver, Minnesota, and Houston at home. Um, I thought Minnesota would be a playoff team. They are looking anything but that at the moment against early, but they just don't look good. And, you know, hopefully they figure it out. But right now, Colorado is beating uh, or has at least up to this point played a team that has that I personally don't think will be in the playoffs. This is the first time that they're going to be going up against a playoff team. I get it. They're last in the Western Conference. I know they're not going to. Unfortunately, I know they're not going to end up there or stay there. LAFC, I I think they're going to make the playoffs. Um, Even if it's lower than what a lot of people would have predicted or anticipated, they're a playoff team. Um, And Colorado's on the road. Unfortunately, as much as I'm rooting for Colorado to win this game, and I think they're probably going to give LAFC quite a challenge. I just don't think they're going to be able to get over the hump in actually doing it. Um, I'm going to have to agree with Bobby here. I'm going to have to take LAFC, but go ahead and try to profit off of their uh, of these guys as much as possible and try this um, reverse jinx here. I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and lock LAFC four or five in the hopes that they drop some points and continue to remain in last place so that following week, I hope they go from nine to six in the standings. Seattle. Your logic's weird, man. Hey, man, it ain't me. I'm I'm just a casual fan. All right. Seattle versus Atlanta. So um, historically, this is game of the week. This is actually MLS Cup preview. Um, Atlanta isn't the same, obviously, but what do they do? What do they do against Seattle this time around, Bobby? Yeah, all that hyperbole. Like, yeah, for sure. If it was like a few years ago, um, I, I'm definitely seeing Seattle. It might be a fun game, but I don't think uh, Atlanta is gonna bring uh, a whooping to uh, to Seattle at all. I'm gonna go with Seattle. Confidence of four. David, Seattle is flying so high right now. They look pretty much unstoppable. I mean, they could even have one of their defenders go in as the goalkeeper and still keep a clean sheet. I don't think that Atlanta troubles them all that much. I have Seattle with the confidence of four. All right. So, yeah, Seattle is just, um, they're looking really good. And by the way, they're still missing Lodero. And, uh, you know, I I mean, obviously Morris is not going to be there for the entire season. He's done. Um, but so we don't have to take him into consideration. But the fact that Lodero isn't there and they're still looking this good, that's goddamn right scary. Yep. Um, they're at home. They're playing against Atlanta, who, you know, is used to playing on turf, so that shouldn't be a problem. But um, yeah, Atlanta's just not the same team that, you know, we're used to. And, you know, they do have a new coach. And, you know, they also have to uh, get back to uh, – um, you know, winning ways and trying to uh, learn this new system. Um, I mean, it took literally the last play of the game at home against Montreal to beat them 1-0. I don't see them going into Seattle and doing much of anything. I agree with the guys here, but I'm going one point less than they are. I'm taking Seattle with a confidence of three. DC United versus Philadelphia. 
David, your boys, going to DC. Um, where's your uh, scarf currently held at right now? I think it might be held above my head because I have this as my double down for this week. Uh, I'm going Philly, man. Philly, it, they're a good team. And DC United has struggled quite, quite, quite a bit. And unfortunately, their coach started to say things in the press like, we played better than the game showed. If you look at the stats, we were the better team. We all know how that's going to turn out. Sounds Philly like, and Jim like Curtin knows how to get it done. Um, they're gonna they're gonna get the win here at Audi Field. I have, a, like I said, this is my double down. It's a ten for David. Bobby, what do you say? Yeah, I'm pretty confident there with them too. I'm not doubling it down. I'm giving them confidence of four, Philly. All right. Um, yeah, uh, DC United, uh, another hot mess. Um, look, for, for what it's worth, obviously, if you're a Galaxy fan listening to this, um, you, know, you get the stat joke. But in all seriousness, um, those stats don't necessarily win the game and don't always paint the picture of how uh, a game went. It is important to kind of like keep it to, as far as, you know, how you're progressing um, and how you're actually playing. Sometimes you are unlucky. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you are being dominated. So I don't ever really think it's an excuse. Sometimes you can say, hey, look, we were the better team and they got that one shot, you know, like Toronto over Seattle in the MLS Cup. Well, that's probably one where you're saying uh, <laughs> we were probably the better team. Have nothing to show for it. You didn't get the star, but it's pretty obvious to see who actually was the better team in that game. So there are exceptions to these rules. DC United is not that exception. Bad team. Bad team. Philadelphia is going to run over them. I have Philadelphia. I'm not sure why I didn't lock this. I have Philadelphia with the confidence of four. Nashville versus Austin. So Nashville is one of the three teams that is still undefeated. And again, it just does not seem like it because again it's mostly more about draws they are currently right now in eighth place sitting outside of a playoff spot but one of three undefeated teams in mls because well you know mls three draws one win and that win was against new england because mls <laughs> and then not being able to beat rsl the very next game. So Nashville is just some crazy enigma. And now they play against Austin. Guys, what are we saying here? David, let's start with you first. Is this is this anybody's poop game of the week? I don't think it is. But I, I'm curious to see if you guys think it might be the garbage cup. Here's the thing for me. I think that Nashville is actually entertaining. I think Nashville has a stingy defense and the and the team actually generates offense. They get they create chances. They just can't score. Through the first 3 games they had an expected goal of like close to 3. And if you're not getting goals and not winning those games, there's a problem. Thing yeah. is they actually do play pretty well. The results aren't there and that's what all that matters. Luckily, it's only week number 5. That being the case, I don't think Nashville's a boring team. I can't call this a garbage or a poop game. I don't think it's a poop well, game. No. I, I don't think so either. I know I know Bobby has has I think kept a close the closest eye on Austin. 
uh, out of the three of us. I have I've only seen really like parts of some of their games and then the game that they played against us last week. Um, I don't think they're a bad team. I don't think that Nashville's a bad team. Nope. I, you know, it's it's all just sort of new, new, new stuff, right? Um, I'm giving Nashville the edge here just because they're at home. Um, that might come back to bite me, actually, but I'm only going to give them a confidence of two. All right, Bobby. Yeah, my bet is more based on uh, tired legs, man. Austin is tired. Um, you can see it. I think Lewis have they haven't they've been playing nothing but away games, right? This will be their sixth yeah. game on the road. They're 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 dead tired, dude. Um, Nashville confidence of four. All right, that's Ooh. actually pretty. That, that's actually a pretty good shot right there. Um, and the reason I say that is because I'm. The thing is, I I have yet to win a game that has featured Nashville. I should have put a draw last week. That was my first instinct. I changed it thinking the Nashville, look, RSL sucks. Nashville's going to generate offense. They got to get one in, right? Well, it didn't happen. It ended up being 0-0. Um, and it was a draw. So there it is. I should, again, not learning my lesson. This should be a draw. But like I said, Nashville is just, I don't know. I don't know if they're just unlucky. They're just not breaking through when they need to. And mostly, look, Austin is going to be... As Bobby said, they're tired. This is their sixth game in a row on the road. And I said uh, in the Galaxy game, look, I don't think they needed that extra advantage because of the Galaxy playing so well. But you can see that it was a dominating performance from the Galaxy. And I don't think I saw that in Austin, in any other game in Austin, maybe a, a nope. one, not even against LAFC. Nope. So I think, you know, I think Bobby's right about that. Problem is, I can't bet on Nashville because, like I said, I have not won a game that has featured Nashville. So I want to keep it relatively low. Agree with the guys. Nashville, confidence of two. And finally, our Galaxy uh, ranked number, well, I guess it depends on who you're believing, but number two in the Western Conference, number two, I believe, all uh, all around in MLS. They will They're go number one up. in our hearts. They're always number one in our hearts, no matter how shitty they're doing. No, that's why we get uh, so mad. Uh-huh. <laughs> and sad. Uh, they go up to Portland. Tough game for our boys. Mr. Galaxy. What mm. do you say? Is it? I think I think the name Portland makes it seem as if it's going to be a bit more difficult game than it is is going to be. Um, I also think we're giving credit to Portland right now when they're what they're ninth place right now. Um, I can't I can't really put a finger on Portland. They don't look good sometimes. They look good other times. Um, but I'm gonna ride this LA LA train now, man. Like they're they're this last game. Yes, it was against a tired Austin, but they were incredibly dominant. And I believe that you know we're gonna be getting you know new players in the next game, hungry ones, hungry young ones, Cabral. And um, I think with 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 the way we've been playing, the no the, the never stop mentality, and the confidence that's building within the entire team, I think they're strong enough to take this win. I'm gonna go low though, so I'm gonna go confidence of two. All right, so the streak continues. David, do you agree with that? I I, I agree with Bobby. I think that this is a very winnable game. You have to remember that Portland is struggling early on. They lost their keeper, Jeff Antonella, for the season. 
um, the, uh, the, you know, they're two and three, no tie. So I think that this is a very, very, very winnable game. Uh, looking at the way the Galaxy finally seemed to put a complete performance together last week without uh, Victor Vasquez in the middle, without the full fledge of uh, uh, Cabral. When he came in, he provided a little bit of a spark and even bagged a goal that was offside. But you can see the the, the remnants of, of, you know, somebody else being dangerous on that side. Um Players are starting to put things together for the Galaxy. I have the Galaxy with the win here. Only a confidence of three because they're in Portland, and I do have to give a little bit of respect on them, but I I do think that this is a very, very winnable game. I agree with, with the guys here in that this is a very winnable game, which is, by the way, immense progress from last season where you're saying... Just get out of there, not losing by more than four goals. Now we're saying, hey, we can be, we can beat this team. Um, I think the players believe that they could beat anybody right now. And they're playing like they beat anybody right now. They could definitely outwork anybody right now as long as they continue that. This is a tough game for them. This is another tough test for the Galaxy. Similar uh, the way the, that Seattle was a tough test for them. Um, obviously, Portland is in Seattle. Uh, Seattle is by far the the you know cream of the crop in uh, in the West. Seattle is Seattle. Yeah. So, <laughs> but Portland is look going into Providence Park. That's tough for anybody. That's really tough. Um, even at their best, you know, the Galaxy have struggled in that stadium. So, this isn't uh, this is uh, uh, this isn't a cakewalk. And I, I think that the Galaxy are up to the challenge. Um. They're going to be missing uh, not only their starting goalkeeper, which again, if you create chances, you'll, you can take advantage of. I, th- I think they're also missing Diego uh, Chara, I think, which is pretty big for Portland. Um, and again, another uh, hole in the defense there. I think honestly, I I would say this is more along the lines of a one-one draw. If if I had to, to predict the result. Um, but I think the Galaxy are due for a letdown. I don't know why. I hope I'm wrong here. Um, and maybe this is me just being subconscious and putting a little insurance. I'm not going balls out because I don't think the, I think the Galaxy have earned my respect in not being able to do that. And this is a game that isn't must win. This is not a, a, a game where I feel like, oh, God, we need to win this game at all costs. But... Um, I'm going to have to take Portland here. This is a tough game. When mm. you look at what Portland has done, um, yeah, they're only two and three. You got to remember that they were in CCL. And while that was happening, they were focusing on that. And, you know, they had to do play rotations. And that's where those losses come in. And it wasn't just unique to them. Every other team in CCL struggled while they were in that tournament. So um, Portland is not an outlier. And then their first game back from that, they're playing against Seattle. So, you know, again, that, that's nothing to be ashamed of, and that was going always going to happen. That Seattle was going to beat you, um, and then you play against San Jose on the road and and won. And I, I think we had San Jose winning that game. So I think with Portland back on track, I think with them concentrating nothing but the regular uh, season going forward, I think I had them in one or two uh, in the beginning of the season. 
uh, as far as the Western Conference is, whether the they're going to finish. So this is a tough game for the Galaxy. It's winnable. Definitely winnable. Um, balls and beers purposes, I think I'm going to take Portland here. I'm going to give them a confidence of two. And as always, guys, prove hmm. me wrong. Hmm. All right. That wraps it up for week number six. A relatively easier week. Then uh, week number five, it looks like we agree for the most part uh, overall in these games. Only one Balls and Beers Cup in, in, in week number six. So I don't really anticipate too much movement in the standings. I could be wrong, but we'll see what happens. Uh, you guys have till Saturday, 10 a.m., I believe, is the first game. So go ahead and get those picks in. Go on to LASRHouse.com, uh, click in the Balls and Beers tablet, and point and click. It is that simple. You'll be done in two minutes, maybe less. Um, get in on the action. If you haven't started yet, it's never too late. You can start in week 33, but don't start in week 33. You start in week number six. Um, we'll see you guys next week. This is David and Paul. Bye. Later. Good luck in week number six, guys.